0: Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayart, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. Our house in the
1: middle of street. Our house you that you to in the middle, middle of the house.
0: From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now, your host for The Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another
1: episode of The Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. Hey, we're heading out of 2023. Thank God. <laughs> And we are heading in to 2024. (laughs) I know that's not a lot of fanfare, but we are moving into a new year and we're putting all of last year behind us and gearing up and getting ready to see what is on the horizon. So what is this show about? Real estate. That's why we call it the real estate connection over here on this side. (laughs) So we're going to talk about real estate and the 2024 real estate market forecast and what we can expect to see in the market based on data that has been collected over the year and projections by the experts as to what will probably happen in 2024 for the real estate market. So if you're getting ready to buy a house, you're getting ready to sell a house, or you're thinking about both and you're on the fence this show, this show is for you, so you will get the information you need to make an informed decision. And if you are thinking about buying or selling in the near future, spring 2024, give me, Stephen Thayard, a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And I'd be happy to help you with your real estate needs. And we are still running this rebate program For military members and first responders, for sellers, get 10% of our commission as a seller rebate and another 5% towards the charity of your choice. Uh, We're big supporters of the veteran community, especially those coming back that need therapy or have issues related to combat, related um, mental health issues or physical injuries. Um, And we're also... Uh, very much in support of our first responders, whether they be fire, uh, medical, or uh, law enforcement. Again, for first responders and military service members, and for buyers as well, a 10% rebate off of our commission subject to escrow restrictions and lender approval, and another 5% back uh, going to the charity of your choice to support your community that you work in as well, and not to mention a... Brand new, custom-made, wooden American flag. If you're interested in the program, give me a call today, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And if you don't want to miss another episode, check us out at Apple Podcasts, um, also on Spotify, and iHeartRadio, and Podbean. Just look up Stephen Thayard, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-H-E-A-R-D, Right there on the screen above you, uh, right there on the screen in front of you, and you should be able to find me without a problem. So without any further ado, let's jump into the program. All right, so the real estate market is poised to begin the new year. What do homeowners, potential sellers, and buyers have to look forward to in 2024? Well, let's look at what we could potentially see in the new year from a big picture perspective. We're going to hit three main categories that I think will give you a pretty good indication of what's going to be driving the real estate market and how it's going to react in 2024. All right, so let's look at one, market stability, inventory, interest rates. Okay, and what will drive the market in 2024? So in the first section, market stability. So the market is incredibly stable because of changes implemented and implemented in the mortgage industry in 2008. Underwriting standards for loans have gone way up. Anybody who's gone through the home buying process in the last 48 months can tell you it's like having to give a pint of blood, a DNA sample, and signing off on your firstborn child in order to get the lender to finally approve your loan and that's why my advice is so important to you it's not always about the rate it's about who can get the job done who's proactive gets questions answered up front and takes care of issues during the mortgage process versus the rate because it doesn't matter what rate you have if you can't close the deal you want the house The goal is the house. The rate determines how much you pay in your monthly mortgage, and it's very important. But if you get a really low rate and the lender can't get the job done, the rate means nothing because they've dropped the ball on the way to close of escrow. All right. So changes in lending standards have taken the risk out of home loans. Back in uh, the early 2000s, they were selling these very risky loan products that had no substance to them, and they were worth nothing. There was no money down. It was whatever income you wrote down on a piece of paper. They took it and they lent you money, and therefore there was no equity, real equity in the market holding up these loans. That has all changed because underwriting standards have increased. uh, Mortgage loans have been harder to obtain. Now we have a lot of risk pulled out of the market, and so there's a lot of stability just in the in the loans themselves. However, most homeowners. Now in the United States of America have a great deal of equity in their homes and what do you you may ask me what do you mean by equity? Equity means the amount of money or the the value of your home over what you owe. It's very simple the 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 value of your home over what you owe. So if you purchased a home and this is just for example for five hundred thousand dollars and now the value of your home is $250,000. And the loan on that house is the same. The equity you have is $250,000. The issue is, as you own your home for a long period of time, that principal or the loan amount starts to go down. And then that also increases your equity. So in the next example, right, you bought the home for $500,000. You have a $500,000 loan. It's now worth two fifty, dollars But you've paid off $250,000 of that loan. So you now own 250. Your equity is now half a million dollars. And that is what we're looking at in the marketplace right now. It's not back in the days of the 08 crash when there was no equity in the market and people would just walk away from their house. They will walk away from their car payment. They will walk away from their credit card debt. But because there's equity in that house that means real material dollars they're going to fight tooth and nail to keep their house and so with that the foreclosure rate is extremely low right right now it's matching up to unemployment rates and i think those are in the threes and so the more uh, the foreclosure rate across the united states is that low so um on top of the other factors another issue of stability is that most homeowners refinanced while rates were low. This allows homeowners to keep their homes even in rough financial times. Why? Because less of their discretionary income is going to their mortgage payment. So if you locked in 2.75, 3%, 3.5%, 30-year fixed on your house because you refinanced and were smart to do it when the rates were low, you have a paycheck. And the percentage of that paycheck going to your mortgage payment is a lot lower than people who have purchased homes, say, in the last 365 days, where we're looking at interest rates above, well above 6%. And the percentage of their paycheck going to their mortgages is much higher. Okay? Just the majority of people who own homes are really stable for those reasons. So foreclosures will not be coming to the market anytime soon, all right? You may even see people get a notice of default, but what's gonna happen is people like me will contact them and say, hey, listen, you've got a lot of equity in your house. There's no reason to lose your house to foreclosure because if it goes to sale on the auction block, you're not gonna get this equity. So what? even in the worst, worst case scenario where there's no way you can make up the difference, you could still sell the house get a boatload of cash and either use it to rent or buy a house for cash in a lower cost of living state where you may have more opportunity for employment, right? So we're not going to see the great crash that we saw in 08. It's just not going to happen. There's tons of stability in the market. All right. So that's the first piece of the puzzle for the 2024 market forecast. Now, what's the the next piece? is inventory remains low. It's still low. The number of available homes remains low. There are not enough homes for the number of people who want to buy them. That's just the way it is. And because of the bubble that burst back in 08, 07, 06, right? Builders got caught holding the bag. They had all these built-out developments thinking that they were going to sell out. They've completely flipped the script on how they build homes. Now they build eight, maybe 10 models. You walk in the front door, you look at the models, you go, you know what? I like model A. I am going to go back to the office and write up paperwork to buy model A. And when the builder gets commitments for the entire phase of the first phase of the development, and loans in place, then he goes out and builds the first phase, and you buy Model A in that first phase. So builders have gotten smart, but because they have not built as many homes in full-size developments right out of the gate, we have a lack of inventory that goes back all the way to 2007-2008 when they pulled back from building and they have not caught up. So we're still a few years behind in production levels of where we need to be to make up the difference to bring inventory to where it actually should be in the United States of America. Also, resale homes are low. Why? Homeowners are hesitant to sell due to having very low interest rates on their current homes. So you probably already understand this, but for those of you who may not own a home and you're a first-time home buyer and you're listening to this podcast, here's some helpful information. You're a homeowner. You're sitting on a house that may be, be too small and you're looking to move up, but the interest rate you have on your house right now is 3%, 30% or fixed. Even if they you went to sell the house you live in now and buy it again at interest rates double of what they are, of what you currently have, That means your payment just doubled. Now, unless your income has gone up, you're not gonna go out and try to get a mortgage that's double of what you already pay now because your budget is built around your mortgage, right? And so until interest rates come down, homeowners who don't have to sell are not gonna sell because it doesn't make financial sense. So what does that, what what issue does that create? Inventory. So the move up buyers who would normally be moving out of their entry level house into the next bigger home aren't moving. They can't. Economically, it's not affordable for them to buy a replacement property. So what are they doing? They're sitting in their house even though they don't like it. Even though it's too cramped and even though it's outdated and they want to move, they can't do it because of affordability. So that is also causing issues with um, inventory in the market. All right. Now, despite the rise in interest rates, home values have increased over the last year, remained stable in some markets. And it's because there are more still, there's still more demand than there is supply. And People have gotten used to the higher interest rates. They've adapted. They've figured out ways how to still buy homes. So as more people get comfortable with these higher interest rates, the demand will just keep increasing while the supply stays low or flat. So that's going to play into the 2024 real estate market. Home values are not going to come down. So if you're a buyer that's been sitting on the fence and waiting for the market to crash, it's not going to happen. The financial, the economic factors relating to supply and demand, those laws never change. If I have one apple in my hand and 15 people want it, the price of that apple goes through the roof. If I have a bushel of, of apples, which is an old world term for a big giant basket. I have a basket full of apples. Maybe there's 150 of them sitting in this basket. You know how it goes. You can pour a lot of apples in a basket and only five or six people want to buy that apple. The price of that apple goes lower because the value isn't there because there's more apples available to purchase than there are people who want them. That's just how it goes. Supply and demand. Your basic econ 101, it never goes away. So for all you people in college thinking, why am I in econ when I want to get a business degree? You're going to use it. You you promise me you're going to use it. All right. Now, what's factor number three in the 2024 uh, market that's going to affect homes and the real estate market? Interest rates are starting to come down. So as of the end of December 2023, rates have steadily, steadily declined over their peaks of around 8%, right? So again, buyers have adjusted to the higher rates and will now see the lower rates as good news. They were up around eight. They dropped down into the low, low sevens and depending on whether or not you're buying um, down your rate by paying a point. Um, they could be in the sixes. If you're a veteran and you're using a VA loan, I have seen rates advertised below 6%. So it just depends on where you're at in the marketplace. But rates are coming down. What's that mean? Two things the refin- refinance market is going to k- tick up a little bit because people who were buying at the peak of the market around 7.9, 8%, 765 right? If they've now dropped into the sixes or um, the high sixes or the low sevens, you're gonna refinance your house because you're looking for that lower mortgage payment. It's just what's gonna happen. So good news for all the lenders out there with the rates dropping, your refinances are gonna start to pick up a little bit. Um, However, uh, replacement home affordability may not be where sellers need them to be in order to move yet, but but it is improving. There are some people out there who will have the financial capability to move now, even with the rates not in their ideal position. I've heard from the experts that anything in the 5% range will open the market wide up. People will then say, okay, it's affordable. I can sell my house. It's time to buy that next bigger house. Boom, boom, boom. Things will happen, but we're not quite there yet. I don't know how long it's gonna take, but we're just not there. However, they're starting to trend down and there's always people at different financial levels within the market that will take advantage of the, of the, of the rates uh, where they're at. So I do expect that the increase, there will be a slight increase in inventory on resale homes. But as I was listening to a podcast today, the issue that we're facing is the brand new homes tend to be the same price as resale homes, as builders have had to get competitive in the marketplace to sell their homes. And, um, uh, you have this competition now, of do I want to buy a brand new property um, or do I want to buy uh, an older home? Now there's advantages and disadvantages, and it's all a matter of taste. Some people like the brand spanking new house that has all the bells and whistles, but some of those older homes are built very well. Um, And in um, the longevity factor, they're going to age better. They're also built uh, with more storage and functionality in them that some of the new home builders don't have, whereas they're just cranking out these big wide open boxes where it's open concept and they all look the same other than the finishes of uh, your countertops and your backsplashes. All right. So the market is adjusting to the new normal. Um, However, I don't think we're quite there yet to see inventory pick up heavily because interest rates just aren't there. Now, new homes what will drive the 2024 market that's that's the next and last piece what will drive the 20 the market in 2024 new homes will continue to fill the gap now but as i as i mentioned before builders i think might have a slight advantage in this marketplace than resellers uh, uh resale homes why because builders will help buyers by offering to buy down rates or control the interest rate by financing the homes themselves, right? So if I'm a builder and I have cash and I can loan it out, I can finance at a lower rate than the banks because I can choose any rate I want to loan my money out at. Or I can offer the buyer uh, a cash credit to pay down the interest rate on the loan from their bank to get it to a level that's more affordable which is a hint to resellers out there. If your home is sitting, you may want to offer a credit to buy down the rate before you lower the price. It could be very advantageous and open up the market to more buyers since being able to buy down the rate gives it more affordability to more people. So keep that in mind. And if you don't remember all this and you want to talk about it, Because I'm going 100 miles an hour. Give me a call. 408-472-0817. 408-472-0817. I love talking about this stuff. And more than that, I love helping people get to their goal. The American dream of home ownership. And um, navigating the turbulent waters that are involved in buying and selling real estate. There's just so many moving parts. It's always good to have somebody to guide you up the mountain. Your real estate Sherpa. Sherpa, that's today's vocabulary word. All right, now, resale homes will continue to come on the market for various reasons. Again, we talked about why most sellers are gonna hold out because their interest rates are so low. But there's always reasons to sell that drives people to move, all right? So we'll start with the positive ones. Job transfers, marriages. Um, what if you have two people That have been single for a long time and they each have their own house they decide to get married and combine households they have an extra house now they may choose to hold on to it as a rental property or they may choose to sell it it's a possibility that they may sell also a growing families um people first-time home buyers may have moved into the house as just two people And because it's been such a long time to be able to afford another property, there might be now four people living in the house from having children. And that 1,200-square-foot house that seemed really cozy and cute in the beginning, the walls may be crashing in on these people, and they're looking to expand their space. So that's another positive. Also, retirement. Uh, People are retiring every year. Uh, The baby boomer generation is the largest other than the millennials and they're retiring all the time. And as you wrote, as you reared a family and you had five bedrooms, three baths, and maybe a half an acre, an acre of, of land that you were taking care of as you're getting older and your kids have moved out, you're getting tired and you don't want to take care of all that stuff. You're retiring. You're thinking, hey, I want to move to Boca or maybe I want to move to South Padre Island or maybe I want to move to Mexico, or I've always just dis- always wanted to live in Italy, right? Retirement is different. You're, you're living out um, the fourth quarter, and you're doing the things that you've dreamed about for years. And so people are downsizing and selling their main home for retirement. So those are going to be things that drive the market as well. And then there's the negatives, um, divorce, um, unfortunately, that's part of our society, and it still happens, and deaths. People pass away, they die, and the family um, probably will choose to um, divest of the real estate in the estate and uh, disperse the proceeds from the sale of the real property. Which reminds me, I am a specialist in probate. And if you want to avoid probate, you can go to my website, my blog posts, and there is an episode of my podcast regarding probate, or you can call me and we can talk about it because I know some of our um, parents may not have put into place protections against an estate going into probate through either a will and in California, a trust. If you're in California and you want to avoid probate, you must put your real estate in a living trust. And so you would be the uh, co-trustee or uh, the trustee that would take over uh, uh, upon the death of a loved one. Also, what will be driving the market in 2024? Millennials, all right? So right now, millennials in their, are in their peak home buying years from 26 to 34, guesstimated, right? Who may be looking at buying their first home with more money down. So the longer you wait to buy a house, for whatever reason it may be, the the longer period of time you have to save. And in a podcast I heard recently, they were speaking about how people were waiting longer to buy their first house, but in doing so, they have more money. So they're buying a more expensive first house than your general starter home um, that may be um under under in the in the starter home category and not in a luxury market. So we're seeing first-time home buyers kind of hitting the market in the luxury luxury area at higher price points. Um, and those would be your millennials. They're 26 to 34 years old. They're out in the marketplace. They're hunting around uh, for their first time properties and they're very um, ready to buy. So that will be another market driver as far as, um, not um, inventory, but supply versus demand. Millennials are the largest generation besides The baby boomers, and there will be a lot of demand. So, if you're thinking about selling, right, and you can afford the replacement property, either because you're moving out of the area and you're going to pay cash, or you've got such a large down payment from all the equity you're sitting on that the loan that you take out is small enough that you can still afford the payments, know that there are buyers in the market. And we can talk about your situation to see what works for you. Again, 408 472 0817 again 408 472 0817 and not and last but not least who will also be in the market investors so investors are are looking to increase their portfolios either for renting or for flipping and since inventory is low they're it's just harder for them so they're out there um we're seeing that Home affordability for purchasing is tougher. And so there are a lot of people who have outgrown, say apartment dwelling, and now they're looking to transition into renting since they can't buy a house. And so houses will become, um, very popular for investment purposes in regards to rent. If you can get a home at a, at a, at a, low, at a price point low enough that the rent will cover your mortgage. And that's a whole nother ball game, a whole nother topic of conversation, but investors will be out there. So let's recap real quick, 2024, the real estate market forecast. One, the market is really stable. So if you're looking for foreclosures or prices to come crashing down, not gonna happen. Inventory remains low for various reasons. It's just a fact of life. From resale properties not hitting the market because replacement properties are too expensive to purchase, to builders having slowed down the amount of production because of the crash in 08, to interest rates are starting to come down, which means there will be higher demand because people did get adjusted to the higher rates during 2023, and any rate reduction is going to be seen as a positive. Plus, we're hearing that the Fed may lower rates some more during this year, which could mean more uh, lowering of mortgage rates, which means more people can afford to get back into the market. So demand could actually go up. And if demand does go up and with the inventory remaining low, we'll see price points probably increase again in 2024. So if you're on the fence and you can get in the market now, now's the time to do it before, um, competition increases. Uh, What will drive the market in 2024? New homes will fill in the gap. Builders are out there. They're doing creative things in order to get their homes sold. You'll have resale homes because of positive things like growing families, retirement, job transfer, marriages, and then divorces and deaths. Millennials are in their peak buying years. So they're going to be out there hitting the market, looking for their first time homes at a higher price point. And investors are always circling, looking for a deal. So that's the recap. 2024 looks like it's going to be a stable, steady as you go marketplace. It won't be phenomenal. It won't go back to where it was before when we had 3% interest rates and everybody could buy a house. However, the market will be moving at a steady pace. So if you're whether you're a home home homeowner who's looking to sell, or uh, a first time home buyer who's looking to buy, or you're a move up buyer looking to get that bigger house because you just outgrown those four walls. Let's talk. Give me a, give me a call at 408 472 0817. And I'm going to leave you with this as encouragement to you all Joshua 1 9 Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid or dismayed. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's it for another episode of The Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. If you have any questions regarding the show, the content, or real estate-related issues or opportunities for yourself or your family, give me a call at 408-472-0817. And a very happy... (coughs) new year to you and your family. May you be blessed, may you be protected, and may it be a prosperous year for everyone. God bless you all, and we'll see you next year in 2024 on another episode of The Real Estate Connection, brought to you by Good Patriot Realty. A salute to home ownership.
0: This has been the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.